Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 19, and in this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, guilt and shame, especially surrounding food um, and exercise and kind of that whole um, aspect uh, regarding just missing a workout or choosing not to work out or eating too much food or making the wrong food choices or Mm -hmm. or just something that you aren't so happy with. Right. And all of the shame and guilt that can come in in terms of when we make those choices or decisions. And this is kind of going off last week's episode a little bit. And I just thought it would be really important to make a specific episode talking all about overcoming this shame and guilt and this guilty feeling of, like Kevin mentioned, eating, you know, certain foods that you think are bad overeating, missing a workout, and then all of those emotions that come with it. Because at the end of the day, it's not just, oh, yeah, you ate a whole bag of chips and you're moving on. For a lot of us, there's a lot of emotion and guilt and shame that play into it, especially for me, someone who struggles with eating and an eating disorder and just that whole relationship with food. Um, So I really wanted to kind of dive in deeper to this topic and kind of share with you guys some of the tips strategies and ways that I'm working on overcoming these feelings of guilt and shame in myself. Right. And I think that's especially important because shame and guilt apply to really all aspects of life. Um, but especially it's it, it's even more heightened for someone who like you struggles with food. Um, and that just that whole relationship with food. I think it your sense of guilt, especially when it comes to food, is mm-hmm. super like intense. Right. And it turns into not only I'm eating these chips and I feel like I'm doing something bad, but then it turns into me actually hating myself, hating my choices, and really going to a negative and dark place because of it. And that is something I'm aware of. It is something I'm working on, but it's also something I know so many of us struggle with. Um, I did put up a poll or a little questionnaire on my Instagram and asked, uh, you know, my followers or you guys what your biggest struggles with involving like shame or guilt and what the number one things that you guys struggle with in terms of the guilt, the shame, the self-hatred. Um, and I was blown away by the amount of responses I got that all pertained to food. And that kind of got me really thinking or wanting to dive deeper into this episode because so many of us struggle with it. And like Kevin said, it's not just food, but it's that guilt and that feeling we did something wrong or we're not doing something right. And that could pertain to anything. I know, especially right now with life, if you're homeschooling your children, the shame or the guilt of not being a good mom or feeling like you're not doing a good job and just kind of that guilt we put on ourselves. Um, And so I really thought it would be beneficial for all of us to kind of dive deeper into like this guilt and how we can not only overcome it, but work on not feeling that way as often. Right. So before I think we can talk about overcoming, I think it's important to actually dig into like what is guilt? Um, and guilt is defined as an emotional response that typically comes after doing something wrong. Uh, we feel guilt. It 
when it goes against like what our moral code or what our beliefs are and what when we feel like we did something wrong like that's the definition of guilt um and i think it 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 boils down to if you feel like you should or shouldn't be doing something you feel guilty about that right and if you have this moral conduct like kevin was saying of this is good this is bad and you do something against it that's when that guilt really kicks in um and you feel like you did something that you shouldn't have done right and i think I think it, it boils down to guilt can be for for good things and guilt can be good or used in positive ways and guilt can also be harmful and detrimental. Right. So I definitely think there is guilt can be good in a sense in some situations. Um, if you really did something that goes against your moral conduct of you know it wasn't the right thing to do um, in terms of like bigger aspects, not like food or different things like that. Um, like for an example, cheating on a test that goes against what you thought was good or what you were taught is good. Or like so, hard crime or right. like that so type of stuff. you should feel some sort of guilt because you're going against your moral code of what's good and bad. But on the flip side, it can be very damaging and dangerous. Like well, Kevin said. if you create this false moral code that you think certain foods are bad when in reality it's just food, it can be harmful. Right. And it's harmful, especially because it not only affects our mental health, but it can also be very physically damaging to ourselves. Um, I know for me, it does cause a lot of pain in my body when I feel this way. Like if I know I have like a huge binge session and I'm very upset with myself, my whole body will start hurting. I'll feel sick to my stomach, not just because of the food I ate, but literally sick to my stomach. I'll get a really bad headache and I'll just become like very depressed very upset and so you can see mentally and physically how much it can affect us and when we do feel guilt guilt releases the stress hormone in our body so it's actually physically not good for ourselves and healthy to hold on to this emotion of guilt as well um and it also keeps us stuck in the past which is also hurtful in terms of moving forward and moving on from the situation Exactly. Because when you stick and you hang on to that guilt, it only drags you farther down that negativity and that that just not good place. And and the more that you allow yourself to stay in that place, the harder it is to move on. Exactly. Um, and so that's why I asked on social media what it is that people are struggling with when it comes to this guilt. And like we had said, the number one overall form of guilt was in some form related to food, whether it be overeating, emotional eating, eating too much and skipping a workout, body dysmorphia and hating the way you look, especially after you ate a certain food. Um, and so that's kind of what I want to dive into right now before I get into my tips on how to like overcome it. Um, because when we're dealing with this shame and guilt related to food, um, it's important to remember that we're building healthy habits or we're trying to work on building healthy habits, especially if you are someone who struggles with this mindset um, or struggles with this food relationship. relationship. Exactly. Um, so it's not going to change overnight, but what we need to focus on is building those healthy habits. And those healthy habits are what are going to help us be able to overcome this way of thinking. Um, and it's 
important to not just focus on the moment and, oh, I overate this, now I'm angry, but creating those habits, recognizing what you need to do so you can move forward. What do you need to do to make a different choice next time? Finding out why you made that choice to turn to food. Are you stressed? Are you struggling? Are you having a hard time in life? Really recognizing what's going on in your life is adding to building those healthy habits so you can make a different choice next time. Right. I think like you you had just said, I think it's about being aware of what led you to make that choice, why you made that choice, and then being able to move on from that choice. That awareness is super key in overcoming and changing that relationship and that feeling around guilt, and especially when it comes to food. Right. And finding ways to help you feel better when that happens. Because we're human. We're all going to make decisions we maybe regret or wish we didn't make. So it's finding, okay, in this moment when I feel upset because I ate X, Y, and Z, what else can I do in this moment that's going to help me feel better? And that's all part of something, a learning process for a lot of us. And so I think it's just creating those healthy habits. For me, writing down in a journal okay, this is what I ate, this is what I'm feeling, and then going deeper, why did I eat this? Why am I feeling this way? What can I do to feel better? What can I do next time to make a different choice? All of that is helping us continue to move forward, and that's helping us get out of the past where we're not so focused on staying in this negative place or focusing on this, oh, bad, Jacqueline, I made a bad decision, but it's helping us move forward. So when this happens next time, we feel a little bit more prepared, a little bit more strong and confident and able to keep moving forward. Well, I think right along with that, though, is not allowing that one choice to snowball into two or three or four mm-hmm. or the rest of the day being not good choices. Right. Um, it, it's it's being aware that, okay, I made this choice. This is the result. And you move forward from that point forward, not allowing it to continue on. Right. Because the more you deal with, oh, I feel bad because I ate that, like Kevin said, it's going to snowball. And then you're going to start feeling worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Um And not allowing, exactly like Kevin said, one day, one meal, one choice to derail you. And then you have a whole day, week, month, year snowballing because of that one choice that you made. Right. Because for me, it's what I'm working on is like that all or nothing mentality, which is very damaging to me. Because even if it's one piece of chocolate, I go to that extreme guilt for eating that chocolate and it snowballs into I'm bad. I made a bad choice. So now I'm going to eat the whole box of chocolate. So one choice doesn't have to affect the rest of your day. Right. And also goes back to changing the ways we view food and our relationship to food. And that's why in another episode we talked about not labeling food as good or bad because that's a direct response. Well, guilt is that ex- that direct response to that good or bad, whether you're exactly. making a good Sorry. choice or a bad choice. That guilt is that direct response to that moral value that you've put on exactly. food. And again, I think that's why it's so important. Like we've talked about your therapist has really worked with you on is food is not good or bad. It's food. Right. And I think that's why we have to cut kind of cut off that labeling of food as good or bad or cutting out, you know, big food groups or anything like that and labeling it as good or bad because the minute you have it, your immediate response is, I did something bad, I'm bad, I shouldn't have done that. And that's where it starts snowballing that guilt and shame of Right. And I think that's why it's also important too to to get more into how does food make you feel when you eat certain things. Because when you 
it, it just it mm-hmm. i don't know how to explain it it, it the it's not that food's good or bad. It, it fuels you better. It makes you feel better. And when you don't make healthy choices, more times than not, you physically don't feel well. Right. For me, that I know exactly what you're saying. If I don't get enough protein in, I just don't feel good. I feel very weak. I have no energy and I get a really bad headache. That's not to say I try to gorge myself on protein to eat all this protein. But I know physically when I don't have enough protein and when my body is needing some extra protein. So physically you know how you're feeling certain ways or not. Just like when I eat a whole box of chocolate, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Right. Physically, I don't feel good. So it's reminding yourself of how you're physically going to feel, not just emotionally, how you're going to maybe have like that guilt or shame, but physically how those foods make you feel. When you binge out on 10 slices of pizza, how does that make you feel? Like physically, right. not just like emotionally, how do you feel? Right. Like physically, you don't feel well. Right. Not just emotionally, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, but physically how it makes you feel. Right. Exactly. Um, and I think when it comes to overcoming the shame or guilt, it's reminding yourself that you are in control. You have the power. Food does not have power over you. And this was such a powerful thing that I learned is I'm the one in control of my choices. I'm the one in control of what I'm eating and I'm not eating. It's not the other way around. Food does not control me. And so even if I ate a whole bag of chips, I'm still the one in control to decide what I'm going to do next, what I'm going to do to take that next step forward and to move forward from that. It's not like, oh, this bag of chips forced me to eat that and I was powerless against it. No, you have the power, you're in control. And realizing that for me was such a powerful thing because I knew even if I did something or made a choice that I'm not happy with, I have the power now to make the next best choice or what I need to do. Well, I think too, it, this is hard to hear, but I think ultimately too, it boils down to like doing what you've always done is going to continue to get you where you are. You have to make those changes no matter how hard they are. You have to stand up and say, okay, I'm tired of feeling this way. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of being in this place and and feeling this way. I'm. It's time for me to change and do something different. Right. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. But that's why it's all about practicing and building the healthy habits like i well just creating that discipline that that discipline and that routine to stick to it even when you don't feel like it because falling back into those old ways is what got you where you are and that you're doing anything you can to get away from that but without changing your routine and your habits and and that whole system the way you think and view food and yourself it's not gonna nothing's gonna change you're gonna keep getting the same result so as hard as it may be and as you know passionate as I might sound about this is it's because it's so important to start creating these habits and this change because it's not going to happen overnight and the more we can actually realize what's going on and start making those changes the easier it's going to be it's not going to be easy right you know changing the way your relationship you have with food or how you viewed yourself with food as years and years of been built up so it's not going to be an easy change but that's why we have to start working on it now but i think too that's why it's important to not think okay i'm going to make 100 percent healthy choices i guess is the easiest way to describe that or 100 percent of the choices that i should be making that's not realistic you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to do that and you're going to be miserable going from doing whatever it is that you're doing now to say okay i'm only going to eat grilled chicken rice and, and a salad every single day for all my meals like you're going to be miserable like mm-hmm. you have to 
slowly work your way into those healthy habits and those healthy mm-hmm. choices to where it just becomes a part of what you do. It's not going to happen overnight. Like we've said this a, a million times, which is the overarching thing, theme here, mm-hmm. is the the it's the slow steps that you can take and compound and create those victories and add them on and stack them on top of each other that's going to get you where you want to go. Right. And ultimately letting go this feeling or this thought of, well, I should have known better. Um, I think that was when I asked why it is you feel shameful about eating food or eating too much food on social media, the number one response I got was because I should have known better. I should have known I shouldn't have shouldn't have done this. I knew I shouldn't have done this and I did it anyways. Um, and that's part of changing that dialogue, changing the way you think and view food and view yourself is changing the way you speak to yourself and letting go of that I should have known better mentality because it's only adding to the negative views around food and telling ourselves we did something bad. So we really must work on changing this behavior and being aware of our choices and the decisions, how we're talking to ourselves and let go of that all or nothing mentality to find that middle ground and to let go of the past and focus on moving forward. That's exactly it. I mean, once you can kind of change the way you think and talk to yourself, that changes your world. Right. Because I definitely have been stuck in that place of being so mad at myself and saying over and over again, I should have known better. I should have known better not to do this. I knew not to do this and I did it anyway. And I feel like all that does is kick you when you're already down. Well, I think too, that's just that sheer definition of guilt. It's when mm -hmm. you feel like you did something that goes against your moral code or your moral values that you continue to stay stuck in that place. The sooner you can move feel those feelings and move on from Mm -hmm. them, the sooner you can get rid of that guilt and that shame and that whole cycle of those feelings holding you back and holding you down. Right, because that is only that mindset is only going to keep adding to you being in that negative space, in that negative guilt, shameful, self-hatred place of telling yourself, I should have known better. And what I tell myself when I find myself telling myself that is, yes, You've made this decision before. Yes, it's made you feel bad, but what are we going to do right now to move forward? Because you can't go back and change it. You've already done it. That decision has already been made. So what are we going to do now to move forward? And what are we going to work on so when this happens next time, we can maybe make a different choice or decision so we don't feel like this again? And I think that's so much more powerful than just saying, I should have known better because sometimes it's, Yeah, you know, sometimes we have to learn a lesson more than once before it actually sticks and we learn, which is hard for me. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I've been learning the same lessons over and over again, and one day it'll stick. But the more we keep working on it, I think it will become easier. Um, So we really just have to let go of that and focus on what can I do now so I can make a different decision next time. Exactly. So with that, let's get into some of these tips that uh, you've come up with to help us overcome guilt and shame. All right. So I've come up with five tips that are helping me that I'm hopeful that can help you guys as well. Um, And the first one is to forgive yourself. Um, We really have to accept we are human. We're not perfect. No one's perfect, no matter who they are. And everyone's going to make a mistake, mess up, have regrets, make a decision they wish they didn't make, no matter who you are. No matter whether it's food related or not, we are all going to have a moment where we wish we could go back and take it back and make it do something differently. Exactly. But I think it's reminding yourself you're human 
everyone makes mistakes, everyone messes up, and beating yourself up only adds to the pain and self-hatred and shame. Because shame does not support change. Punishing ourselves for what happened in the past will not change anything. That's exactly it. I mean, that we just talked about that several times here now is staying stuck there is only going to keep you down. Mm-hmm. And reminding yourself, and I hate this word, but I'm going to say it, even if you made a quote-unquote bad choice or bad decision, that does not make you a bad person. It does not make you a bad human being because of a choice that you made. And for me, that's so hard because when, let's say I did something like turn to food when I knew I shouldn't have, it makes me feel not only I did something wrong, but that I'm a bad person because I made that choice and decision. So it's realizing you might not have made the best choice, but that does not make you a bad person. And you cannot change the past, but you can change your behaviors and choose to move forward. So we have to forgive ourselves in order to keep moving forward. Right. Without that forgiveness, you you stay stuck in that negative place. Right. So that kind of brings us to tip number two, which is you cannot change the past. Um, no matter how upset you are, no matter how much you wish you can go back in time, you can't change what happened. You must take responsibility for your actions, learn from them, work on them, grow from them, find what you can learn from them, and move forward but you cannot go back and change the past as much. I promise you, I'm sitting here and there's several decisions I wish I can go back and change, but we can't. And staying in that space of wishing we could go back and change something when we that physically there's no way we can do that is only adding to feeling those negative feelings about ourselves. I forget who it was that I saw on social media. Somebody just posted it too. The... Uh, it was a meme and it had a guy looking backwards and it says, when you're always looking behind you, you hurt your neck. Exactly. <laughs> it, it happens all the time. Of like, You know, we're walking somewhere with my little cousin and he's turning behind me. I think we're in Disneyland talking to me and he ran into a pole and I thought he was going to knock his teeth out. And I was like, you need to look forward. You need to watch where you're going and keep moving forward. You look behind and we're going to get hurt. Like... Maybe not the best analogy, but that's exactly what yeah, it is. Yeah, it just made like, me think of it when we were when we were you were talking about that. It just it was like when you're always looking behind you, thinking about your past or where you've come from. Right, you look, you hurt your and neck. Rafiki, this is a good one. Rafiki and Lion King. He says you can't run from your past, but you can learn from your past. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Learn from it and move forward because you can't change it. You can't outrun it. It's just the, it. it is what it is and, and it's it's using those past experiences for learning experiences because mm-hmm. you can't change them right so the third one is practice self-reflection and what i mean by that is talking to yourself and asking yourself kind of questions that you self-reflect on like what is it that's really bothering me what do i need to do to feel better why am i feeling this way why did i turn to food What do I need to do in this moment to feel better? What can I do next time to make a different choice so I don't feel this way? And we need to learn, use this as a learning experience to grow in a positive way. So when you are in that situation of feeling guilt or shame, you need to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And what can I do that's going to help me feel better? And that's, I, I feel like I talk to myself all the time You know, and it's important. I just have a journal and I just write. No one's ever going to see it. No one's ever going to read it. It's literally me talking to myself and writing all this stuff down. Why do I feel this way? What's going on? 
Um, and I think that is helpful so you can go back and look at it and say, you know what, this is actually what helped me when I was feeling this way or this isn't what helped me or you know what, I am really stressed right now because work is going whatever it is. Exactly. Um, and you can pinpoint the exact reason why you're feeling upset. And a lot of the times, like we had mentioned, I think it was last time's episode, is food's not going to change those issues or those problems. So what is? So yeah, you might have turned to food and you feel guilty about it, but now let's move past that, put it in the past, and what do we need to do now to move forward to feel better? And a lot of that is self-reflection, having those talks with yourself and figuring out what do I need that's going to have me have more concrete info so it can help me now, but also help me in the future. But I think a big key of that is having that positive self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you stay in that negative place and you're trying to reflect on these and you're only thinking of negative things and negative... It, it's just important that you do this from a positive place. And mm-hmm. that might not be immediately in that moment. It may, might be once you drag yourself out of that moment in that that negative and that guilt that you can look back and reflect and say, okay, what got me into that place? How did I get myself out of it? And what can I do the next time I feel that situation happening that I can make a different choice? Mm -hmm. Having a list of things that make me feel better when I'm stressed, tired, overwhelmed, have anxiety that have nothing to do with food is so helpful for me personally because I can go back to that when I'm in these moments and I'm not thinking clearly as to, okay, what do I need? And in that moment, it might be I'm feeling like I need food, but I can remind myself of these things, hang it on a wall, put it in your room of different ways that help you feel better. And I think that's so powerful in helping us kind of have this positive self-reflection, like Kevin said, and to help us because sometimes in the moment it's so hard. Um, and sometimes we do have to take a step back. Well, I think too, sometimes to you're just in down. that negative place and there's... You just need to give yourself time to get out of that negative place and that negative spot before you can truly grow from it. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in that moment, it, you might be so deep in that moment that nothing's going to get you out. You just need to give yourself some time to get out of there. Right. And then once you're able to reflect on the whole situation, what you actually need to move forward, to feel better, to help you make a different choice next time. Right. But I think too, going forward, I think the next step, is super key but also very difficult for so so many people and that's asking for help exactly i think this is probably the hardest one for me because i know you're the same way oh absolutely under the bus no i both the same way is when we struggle we think we can deal with it or handle it ourselves or we don't want to seem like a burden and put our problems or our struggles on others And so we try to deal with it ourselves when deep down inside we're really struggling and we do need help. Um, And so I think the most important thing we can do is if we actually need help or are struggling is to ask for help, reach out for help, whether that be a friend or a family member, your significant other, um, or whether that's seeking help from a therapist. Um, I know finding the right therapist has been life-changing for me, not just with eating disorder and my relationship with food, but just overall learning to love and respect and you know try to become the best version of myself possible because for so long I always pretended I was okay with every aspect of life, um, which is partly why I got myself to 500 pounds, 
but mostly because I kept everything in, pretended I was fine, didn't ask for help. Um, and when in reality was, I was way deeper over my head than I I hadn't even realized. Internalizing all of those things and emotions and feelings, like we talked about physically, it does things to you. Right. And I think if you are someone who struggles, you know, getting that extra help to help process your emotions, to get it out, to release it and find positive ways to deal with those emotions, whether it be guilt, shame, hatred, hating your body, um, whatever it is, it's a way to help process those emotions and deal with them so you can continue to move forward. Right. So ask for help. Remember, asking for help doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you really, really strong. So if you need it, please reach out. Um, Like I said, it doesn't have to be a therapist, but reach out to someone and ask them and let them know you're struggling and you could use a little bit of extra. I think not only asking for it, but being open to help and suggestions Mm -hmm. makes a big difference. Because even if you go to therapy and they give you suggestions, if you think it's stupid or a waste of your time and you're not going to do it, it's not going to do any good. Right. I think it's being open to and accepting that there might be a different way to look at things or think about things or view things. Because if you go in thinking, okay, I know how all of this is going to play out, then you're just wasting their time and yours. And you're never going to change because... Sometimes we can go in thinking this is a waste of time. I already know all of this and you're not open to hearing suggestions because then you think it makes you and it goes back to that good or bad. It makes you feel like what you were before is bad or wrong. And then you get like that defense mechanism put up because you think that they're telling you you're a bad person when it's not the case at all. Right. And I think, too, it goes back to that stigma that goes around mental health and asking for help and that whole just stigma that surrounds that exactly that aspect (laughs) exactly so no matter who you are age gender race sex shape if you need help please reach out for help there's nothing wrong with it because our mental health is so important especially right now um and i definitely encourage everyone to get that help it's life-changing for me i have to say so i think too it boils down to it if you're trying to help other people if you aren't helping yourself first, there's only, you can't help anyone else. Right. Like when you fly in an airplane, like that analogy, you have yeah. to put your life vest on before helping anyone else. That's exact, true for life, metaphor for life. You have to take care of yourself before you can help take care of anyone else. So number five, my last kind of tip I have to share is probably one of the most important ones and it's practice self-love or love yourself. Um, we have to be kind, gentle, patient, loving with ourselves. And remember, we're not perfect. Um, what helps me is reminding myself if a friend came to me and was struggling with this and was thinking this way about themselves, what would I tell them? And I really have to try to put myself into that perspective of how would I talk to a friend is the same way I need to talk to myself, um, which is hard. But I think it helps me switch that mindset when I find myself really spiraling downhill is if my friend called me right now and told me they just ate a bag of chips, they're so mad at themselves, they hate themselves, they did something bad, they're in a bad place, you know, what would I tell them? Because more likely than not, what I would tell them is nothing compared to what I'm telling myself right now. So we have to be patient and loving and kind with ourselves and it goes back to that forgive ourselves for it so we can 
move forward because love is the strongest emotion of all and love for ourselves is going to get us out of that dark place to keep moving forward. Right. Well, I think too, like we've said all along too, it's, it's important to remember that you are human and no matter what choices you've made, you still deserve that love from yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You are worthy of love no matter what. You are worthy of love despite your choices and the decisions you made. You need to accept it Deal with the choices, the consequences, and move forward. And focus on all of the amazing things and the person that you are. Remind yourself of you are not your choices and decisions. You are not the mistakes you made or the past decisions, whatever. You are not them. You are a human being who makes mistakes, who slips up, fall down, bleeds, cries, screams from time to time. And... Remind yourself of all the amazing things you've accomplished, all the amazing things you're doing in life. And that's what needs to be celebrated. And that's what we need to focus on is, yeah, you might be struggling right now, but look at how far you've already come. And for me, when I find myself like this, I just like giving examples is when I find myself in this binge eating moment or eating something I feel like I shouldn't have, I remind myself, but you are not the girl you were at 500 pounds. Look how far you've come and how much you've grown and changed and learned. You are not that person anymore. You are not your mistakes. You are not your past. You are not your past decisions. You are a human being who's doing their best to make it in this crazy world. And for me, that's what helps me continue to move forward is I'm not maybe where I want to be right now, but I'm definitely not where I used to be. And I definitely want to keep moving forward so I can get to where I want to be. No, that's that's putting it perfectly right there. Um, I think, too, like it goes back to an, a, another meme I saw that was saying a year from like if you were looking at yourself a year ago, you would do anything to be where you are right now. Mm-hmm. So don't let that one moment stop you. Mm-hmm. from continuing forward yes you may have taken a step or two backwards but you're still on the right path right. you just have to keep moving forward and don't let that one moment of guilt or shame hold you back from reaching your ultimate goal right exactly and we're all human no one's perfect we're all going to make choices and decisions that maybe we regret like i had said before but what's most important to focus on is what we can do now to keep moving forward because you are not that decision. You are not a bad person for making that decision. You are more than that decision. You are worthy of love, of kindness, of forgiveness, of respect, no matter what your decision was. And you have the power right now to make the next decision, the next right thing, to make that next choice, to keep moving forward and finding those things that are gonna help you so next time it can maybe be a little bit easier to maybe make a different choice or a different decision or look at things in a different way to help you feel better. And remember, it's all about building that healthy habit, that healthy lifestyle and those healthy characteristics and choices. So when this does happen, because it is going to happen because we're human and we all mess up and fall down and make mistakes, what's going to make you feel better so that you can just keep moving forward? And it's not running from our past, like Rafiki says. It's using our past so we can move forward. Right. Right. With that, I think we'd like to say thank you for listening to this episode. Um, 
if you would please 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 take the time to rate review and subscribe that helps us out tremendously right, and if you have any tips or you know things that help you overcome guilt we'd love to hear it too leave it in a comment reach out to us on social media um i really want this to be about all of us supporting each other on this journey in this life um and if you have any tips suggestions that help you i'd love to hear it as well so we hope you guys are doing well stay safe stay healthy remember to love yourself be kind to one another and remember it's, it's never, never too late, late to fly, fly.